rise of infinity, a giant-sized team of network astral body hurdles towards the Earth to terrorize and seal the doom of unprepared mankind. Flying saucers have invaded our planet. SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Blueberry are key targets. The whole world is under attack. Can it survive? What are they? Where did they come from? What do they want on Earth? And the monstrous denizens appear from each ship. Botched, a D&D podcast. Vile creatures of mayhem and foul language. Here to wreak havoc on the Earth and steal their precious alcohols. Of all the planets in the galaxy, they chose ours. Breaking the panel. Corrupting the minds of the world through white privilege, loneliness, and the patheticness that is Christopher Wisdom. Trolls cannot harm them, nor can they be reasoned with. Pokemon Go podcast. They hide in electronic audio files. They like the dark. There's nothing cute about them. They've come a long way, and they're hungry. They came from another world, spawned in the depths of space to take over the hearts and minds of the people of our planet, bringing a new dimension in terror to the giant-sized team of network. Toy Power, here to steal your precious collectibles and replace them with cheap imitation knockoffs. DC on screen, arriving with the gift of questionable CGI and possible entertainment. Will they turn on us at a moment's notice and become boring, depressing shells? And lastly, the Blazing Defender Report. Stealing Earth's women, this muscle-bound monstrosity transforms mere mortal men into protein shakes that it imbibes in order to increase its own muscle mass. As if by design, this death-dealing media plunges into the depths of the internet, and in its place emerges an awesome network the world has never seen. Baffling questions, astounding questions that not even the world's greatest scientific minds can answer. Why do people listen to this crap? A story of modern science that challenges imagination. Can't you see everyone? They're here already! You're next! Is there any way to stop these terrifying titans? You can learn the answer only on giantsizeteamup.com. People on Earth, attention. We are coming to you from millions of light years outside your solar system. We have taken over the internet. Resistance is futile. And now, for your listening pleasure, the Blazing Defender Report with your host, Travis Jones. Welcome, everyone, to the 51st episode of the Blazing Defender Report. I'm your host, Travis Jones, and it is a Friday afternoon. Happy Friday to everybody. It is 3.20 in the afternoon here in Louisville, Kentucky. Beautiful Louisville, Kentucky. It is actually a really gorgeous day today. Louisville is a fantastic place to live. It really is. Me and my wife, we're pretty well-traveled, not just around the country, but around the world. And um, I always love visiting places. I always love seeing other countries, seeing how other cultures live. I think it's fantastic. I'm always really excited to get back home. Louisville is a is a is a really is a really good city to live in. It really is. Uh, anybody that's ever come in for the Derby or anything, I hope you had a great experience. I'm sure you did. We kind of go out of our way uh, for tourists in Louisville during that week. But if you've never been to the Kentucky Derby, you ought to come down. Uh, and hey, if you come down, say hi to the Blazing Defender. Um, again, thank you everybody for it's in the Facebook chat room right now. Thank you for everybody that's tuned in. I was really, I didn't know what time I was going to do a show this week, so 
Um, I didn't expect a big turnout, but it looks like I've got a few people, so that that really makes me happy. Thank you guys for joining in. Um, <clears throat> the reason is is work has been crazy. I, I also have another job on my off day. Most firefighters do because we don't make shit, so you kind of have to do what you got to do. So uh, my schedule's been a little bit crazy, uh, and I have a retirement party tonight to go with a friend of mine, Eric Pender, who is retiring from the J-Town Police Department with 25 years. Uh, he was in the Sheriff's Department before that, so I'm going to make sure I definitely go see him tonight. Uh, he's a good friend of mine, and I'm looking forward to having a good time. So I didn't know what time I was going to do the show, but there's a lot to talk about, uh, and I really hope you guys enjoyed episode 50. Uh, um, uh, Casey Strohs from the Bad Coyote Funky. I always have to think about that for a sec because I always fuck it up. The Bad Coyote Funky Podcast. Uh, three guys hanging out, kind of doing what I do by myself, talking about nerd shit. Um, he was gracious enough to come on the show. He's a big fan of the show. I had no idea Casey was such a fan of the show and like... The head of my network was like, hey, man, you really need to get Casey Strohs on your show. And I was like, uh, okay, like, why the fuck would he want to do my show? Like, I didn't know why. Uh, and then, like, they kept telling me, they're like, hey, man, you're really hurting Casey's feelings. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. So, and I'd done some shows with Casey in the past. I'd done Breaking the Panel with Casey. I want to say we were on another show together. Um, he's great, uh, but I had no idea that he was such a fan of the Blazing Defender Report, which is fantastic because he really helped me in episode 50. It was such a big show. We really bounced things off each other. Uh, I'm definitely going to have Casey back. I'm trying to figure out OBS. If anybody out there is familiar with uh, OBS software and like streaming without a fucking lag, and you know, uh, the audio was fine, but the video, like right now, I'm using my fucking iPhone 7 and it works fucking great. There's no lag, there's none of that shit. I go to IBS, I have a gaming rig computer that I built myself. This motherfucker's, it, it, it'll do, it's got more power than I'll ever use. OBS, it fucking lags. Now, I heard it was lagging a bit on Casey's part, so that may be something we have to work out uh, with him being on the show. But um, the video stuff is something I always want to do. Uh, I know you guys really enjoy it. I thought about getting rid of it at one point, and the, the, the outcry was like, no, 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 you got to. And I was like, okay. So I'm trying to do both, uh, but I got to make it good. Uh, I'm not going to use OBS if it's going to be fucking laggy and all that shit. So we're going to figure it out, but we're going to get Casey back. Casey's a fantastic guest to have. I love having him on. So he will be back. So for all you that loved Casey on episode 50, have no fear. The, the, the flaming matchstick will be back. We're trying to figure out. I'm going to have a contest. If Casey's on enough, I'm going to have a contest and uh, we're going to come up with a, with a sidekick name for, for Casey. He's dying for one, so it's only fair that we fucking give him one, right? So that's going to happen. Uh, guys, I also want to say I'm a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Botched, Pokemon Go, Breaking the Panel, uh, Toy Power, which is our new show. Uh, they're from Australia. Fuck, I didn't know. That was just a show the other day. I was like, dude, these set guys sound cool as shit. Uh, so, but they talk about vintage toys. They talk about new toys. So, uh, check them out if you're into toys. Uh, I know I've got some shit. And speaking of toys, I want to mention one of my proud, proud partnerships, Collector Zone, motherfuckers. Collector Zone is your one-stop shop for all your collectible needs. The number one collectible in the 
fucking country if Funko Pops. What is a Funko Pop? Um, well, I've got some right here, as you can see. And I also have this one that you'll never be able to fucking buy because it was custom made by a fan. The Blazing Defender Pop. Check him out. Woo! He's kicking your ass. He's kicking your ass back there. Uh, but no, John Geiger made this for me. Uh, it's fucking awesome. I love it. Uh, and you can buy those. If you're creative enough, you can buy your own Funko Pops. Uh, oh, hey, Dennis. Hey. Uh, Dennis Richardson from Botcher Bite. No, I'm just kidding. Dennis Robinson from Botcher Bite is in the Facebook chat now. What's up, Dennis? Yeah, man, you missed it. Uh, I kind of gave my reasoning why I didn't know what time the show would be on. Um, I was thinking 3.15, 3.30. I didn't know. So that's a fucking hit record on it. And let's just go with it. It's Friday. I want everybody to grab a beer, grab a drink. I have a little something, something in the Black Rifle coffee mug. Uh, but yeah, go to Collector Zone. Go to CollectorZone.com. In the coupon code area, put Con Travis. Now, it's not like it is like. I'm not going to say it's not like because it is like. It is Con as in Con Man. Okay? Con Travis, T-R-A-V-I-S. And it will give you 15% off. The reason it is Con Travis, well, me and Marcos are going to change this. Okay? Um, but it's Con Travis because when I was at Dragon Con, we really did a big promotion. And that was the code word. We've seen no sense in changing the code word. But now as I'm giving these promos, these these uh, these reads, we really need to change it because I don't like saying it no more. So we're going to have to change it to Blazing D or something like that. But uh, Con Travis and the coupon code get 15% off your total order. Now, guys, 15%. You spent 100 bucks, you saved, what, $13? Hey, not too fucking bad, right? Like I said, Check them out on Facebook, uh, Collector's Own Cantina, where people are posting stuff. They're posting stuff they want Marcos and them to look for. It's really, really cool. And they have the New York City Con Pops out right now. And I just seen this one. I was going to message Marcos that, oh, I want this. And it's already fucking sold out. I'm so pissed. And it is, uh, I'm not, I don't even know how to say the fucker's name. It is Joaquin Gahar. Uh, he's one of the faceless men that trained Arya in uh, or Ari in uh, Game of Thrones. They've got his pop. It's got the little gray streak in his hair and shit. It looks so cool. He's got a little hood on, uh, but it's sold out. So good luck finding that motherfucker. It is a New York City con exclusive. Mark, if you message Marcos and them, they will try to find you this stuff, guys. So that's the great thing about Collectors Own, and that's what I love about them is they are going. They are going to help you. Find something. Good luck calling Mattel. Good luck. Good luck calling Big Bag Toy Store and being like, "Hey guys, I need you to find me something." You know what they're going to tell you? That. That's exactly what they're going to tell. They're going to tell you fucking nothing. If they did, they're going to say, "Fuck it, fuck out my face, kid." We got a lot of other shit going on. Uh, but collectorzone.com. If you get if you forget the coupon code, let me know. I'll send it to you. Okay. All right. Uh, someone else I want to talk to you about is, if you're in the Louisville area, The Zone Comic Shop. Do you see how I have a theme going with my with my sponsors here? The Zone, Collector's Zone. Maybe I need to change the, the Blazing Print. No, that's not happening. But anyway, uh, go to The Zone Comic Shop. Dan is the biggest nerd out of all of us. 
there was something that I was looking for yesterday. I was going to pre-order it from somebody else because I didn't know if he could get it. He was like, I will get it for you. And he did get it for me with, uh, with a discount. So that's fantastic. Um, I'm going to see if Dan is open to shipping stuff out to you guys. Um, if you need something your comic shop can't provide, Dan's shop is the shit, man. I'm telling you. He's got fucking action figures everywhere. He's got ends to to all, all the comic shops, all the major distributors. He can find you a variant cover that's very hard to find. So we're, me and Dan are going to talk about it. But that's neither here nor there. If you're in the Louisville area, the Zone Comic Shop on Hubbard's Lane. It's right beside the uh, Kroger Check that shit out, man. You're going to love it. You're going to love Dan. He's fantastic. Uh, Another proud partner, Black Rifle Coffee. If you haven't joined the coffee club and you like coffee, what the fuck is wrong with you? Black Rifle Coffee is by far the best coffee, the freshest coffee that you can buy. I'm telling you right now, to your house, 72 hours from when it's picked off the bean. Come on, man. You're not finding no fresher coffee than that. For these kind of prices, check them out. Uh, I don't have a new coupon code for October, but I will get it to you. Uh, Black Rifle Coffee. Check out, if you don't know what kind of coffee you would like, they have, it's called a two-bagger. It's a variety pack. They're going to send you like two of their most popular brands or, or popular blends, I should say. So please check that out. I've got guys at the firehouse fucking hooked on this shit. We drink Folgers, so we don't know what the fuck is good coffee. I tell them, when I get there early in the morning, I know it's my guys coming in. I'm like, hey, we're drinking good shit today, boys. And they love it. So check out Black Rifle. Veteran-owned, and they only hire vets. Their goal is to hire 10,000 vets. They're a small company also. They're growing. Help them grow. Get behind that. I know I do. Um, Okay, yeah. And Eric Pender, again, congratulations. Retiring after 25 years in the uh, Jefferson Jefferson uh, Town Police Department. Uh, he was a sheriff before then, so he's been in law enforcement his whole life. Uh, we're going to have fun tonight, brother. I got you a big cigar. I got a nice bottle of bourbon we can smoke it with. It's going to be a fucking good time. All right, enough of the fucking bullshit. Let's get on with it, guys. Comic news. Sometimes I'll start with movie news, but I'm going to start with comic news because I'm pretty excited about this. Robert Kirkman. I know you guys are you're driving in your car. You're listening to this on iTunes. Leave a review, five stars if you want to. And you're driving and you're going, Robert Kirkman? How do I know that name? I don't know. He did a little show called The Walking Fucking Dead. Uh, I injected the fucking, uh, which there's a lot of fucking in the comic book. Not so much fucking on the TV show, which is pretty disappointing, but a great TV show nonetheless. Robert Kirkman is starting a new comic book called Oblivion Song. Um, this is a story that his the hero's name's Nathan Cole. He spends his days trying to rescue people from another dimension called, you guessed it, Oblivion. Uh, Ten years ago, 300,000 people in the Philadelphia area were mysteriously teleported to Oblivion. Okay, and man-eating monsters took this 300K place. So it's uh, some type of, uh, imagine this, Robert Kirkman doing a post-apocalyptic story, but he says it is very, very different than The Walking Dead. It already sounds like it, Uh, but yeah, but it's mainly about how society forgets, 
how why Philadelphia? Uh, Jamie Jamie asked why Philadelphia. I don't know why Philadelphia. Why not fucking Kentucky, Kirkman? Now let me tell you about Robert Kirkman. Okay, he's an asshole. Like for real, he's a serious fucking asshole. Uh, he wouldn't do a signing at the comic shop I used to go to on Old Shepherdsville Road because he said that he needed to be to be able to smoke inside the establishment and the owner was like oh fuck no you can't smoke so he's a fuck he's like oh well can't do it then sorry fuck you uh so robert's kind of an asshole i know like you watch him on talking dead and shit and you're like man that's a cool dude and trust me i was a guy that always wanted to meet robert kirkman i'm a kentucky boy he's a kentucky boy he's made it big i haven't so i was really wanting to meet him because you know i love the walking dead comic book and the tv show for that matter and as i'm inquiring about him as i'm going to these comic conventions and i'm starting to, to meet people in the business uh like uh you know greg capullo scott snyder friends of the show um they, you know, all these stories are coming out, and, and, and I get it. People say shit about me, I'm sure. Like, man, that fucking Blazing Defender's a dick. Well, I probably was, and I'm not perfect, and I might have had a bad day. I usually don't, but I do have them occasionally. I've lived a long time, 46 years be March. Uh, I've, I'm sure I've made some people mad. Ask my fucking wife. For sure, I've pissed her off. So, my point being is, you hear something, you're like, yeah, whatever. I hear this all the time. All the time about Robert Kirkman. Neil Adams, same fucking thing. Neil Adams is a fucking douchebag. Okay, ask Big Sam, my co-host on Me Heads on Movies, how big of a douchebag Neil Adams is. And he will go off for 30 minutes. He's got like legit stories that happened to him from Neil Adams. So, like, when all these people are saying you're an asshole, you're a fucking asshole, man. So, I'm sorry. I've never met you, Robert Kirkman, and I do hope to. And if I did see him out, I would, like, try to introduce myself or whatever just to see. Just to see for myself, you know. And then, then I might fucking punch his mouth out. I don't know. But anyway, uh, I'm very excited about this book. Be a dick or not, Robert Kirkman can write incredible stories, okay? Uh, and we're going to talk about one that he wrote today in, in Here's Negan. Okay, which is the origin story of Negan. So, if you're a Walking Dead fan and you want to know about the origin of Negan, hang around. Okay, uh, but anyway, sounds pretty cool. Uh, he's got a great artist. His name escapes me, but I'm very, very excited for Robert Kirkman's new work. Now, um, this this is what I'm really, really excited about: Scott Snyder and Sean Murphy. If you didn't watch episode 50 and watch me just gag on Sean Murphy's dick then you missed it Sean Murphy is one of the most incredible artists working today in Batman White Knight which came out last week he did a single page and it was fucking comic book porn and like not just me but like I was in a big thread on Twitter with a bunch of different artists Sean Murphy was in the conversation as a matter of fact and, oh, my troll's back. Hey, troll. Hey, Andrew the troll. What's up, buddy? No, Andrew from Comic Jacked on Facebook. Check those guys out. Those guys are clowns. I mean clowns in a good way, like like Joker, like the Joker, uh, or um, Twisted, or the, the dudes that drank Fandango. Who are those? 
Uh, Insane Clown Posse. Yeah, I knew it. I knew I knew who they were. But anyway, Sean Murphy, Scott Snyder. Scott Snyder, to me, Scott Snyder, oh, sorry, friend of the show. Friend of the show, Scott Snyder. He signed that somewhere down there on that. Um, and Greg Caputo, friend of the show. Um, Scott Snyder is doing his, um, he's doing his swan song, his final Batman story. Scott Snyder to me is the greatest writer on Batman ever, 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 ever. So he's doing his final story. They didn't tell us a lot about it, but it's called Batman last night. And he compared it to Lone Wolf and Cub. Now, if you're not familiar with Lone Wolf and Cub, let me tell you, you need to go online and find these and read them. Now, I didn't say go steal them online, go stream them online somewhere, or go to a comic shop and try to find some of the original stories. The Lone Wolf and Cub is like, one, I think it's the reason uh, Travis King, who was in the chat earlier, he's my tattoo artist. Uh, this this my my uh, Japanese sleeve that he did. Uh, one of the reason is uh, <laughs> one of the reasons is I'm laughing at these guys in the chat. They're 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 fucking retarded uh, and not retarded in a bad way. Retarded like I really like you, retarded. So there's different re- retards. Um, so anyway, I, I'm I'm a huge like I love Oriental culture. I love all that. And I think as a kid reading Lone Wolf and Cub made me that way i really do comic books were a huge influence on my life if you can't fucking tell um so when he said it's kind of like lone wolf and cub a batman story shut up i'm fucking all in so but it does take place in the future and he's already did a a zero year story a batman rebirth story i'm i believe and i'm just i'm just uh, spitballing here that this is going to be the death of Batman because it does play t- does take place in the future. We don't know how far, and we don't even know if it's going to be in continuity. And when I say continuity, I mean like it's going to affect everything else that comes after it or even before it. Why does Batman have a weird axe? Um, you're referring to Greg Capullo, friend of the show. Uh, this lithograph back here, he's got a weird axe because that's technically not are Batman. This is the Dark Knight's Metal Batman, which I'm going to talk about Batman Metal 3 coming up. Uh, But that's it for comic news. Okay, movie news. Uh, Man, have you seen the new Mutants trailer? I seen it dropped. I was at the firehouse. I really didn't give a shit because, you know, I don't know. I just can't really get excited about anything mutant related that marvel doesn't do because marvel doesn't do anything mutant related because they don't have the fucking rights to it it's all fox so i don't get too excited about it okay well i watched the trailer today holy shit i'm in i'm fucking in i'm all in it's a horse it's a horror movie it's going to be a horror picture with in the in the x-men universe and it is going to be in continuity which i was like holy shit that's a fucking change for fox i'm all in uh, so yeah, it looks like a, it, it didn't look like a horror movie. It is going to be a fucking horror movie. Uh, it's going to be a, like a very psychological horror movie. It looks like, uh, I don't know a lot about it, but there's a shot of a gravestone uh, of a bunch of gravestones with numbers on them. Looks eerie familiar to the X-Men's days of future past. Uh, the way they're, they're angled, everything like Kitty Pride's walking through and they have like the names of 
Wolverine, Professor Xavier, Beast, Cyclops. Whereas this has numbers on them, so I'm sure it's the number that was associated with mutants that were being uh, experimented on. Uh, and from what I've seen is, um, you oh, and it's got another brick in the wall by Pink Floyd that just, it's got these kids singing it. And it just adds to the fucking creep factor, man. Like, it's super creepy. And I'm like, holy shit. I mean, like, I'm like, I love it when my I set my expectations, like, down here. And they fucking shoot over my head. I love that. I love being wrong. I love it. I'm wrong a lot. So I'm happy a lot. So it's that's, that's a thing. Um, but anyway, um, so some of the characters I recognize were Moonstone. It looks like they're going to really center around Moonstone. She has the power to uh, make your greatest fears come come to life, like manifest your greatest fears. Um, Moon, Moonstone Magic, which is X-Men Colossus's sister, Sunspot Wolfsbane, who is Ari from the Game of Thrones that we talked about just a few minutes ago, and uh, Cannonball. Now, Cannonball was the one I was a little taken back by when I found out this was Cannonball because... He's got a, like, the the shot that they show, there's something going on in a dryer, okay? And, like, he's, like, hearing this weird noise. And, of course, what do fucking people do in horror movies when they hear weird noises? Yep, I hear, I heard somebody say it. You're right. They go check it out, like, dumb shits. So, but he's got, like, his arm in a sling, and he's all busted up. And the cannonball from the comic books, when he's blasting, uh, he's invulnerable, like he's um, he's he's totally invincible. So I'm not sure. Maybe he didn't have his ability yet. I don't know. But like he goes up to the dryer and the, the stops making the noise and and then like this fucking hand like puts you know it's on the on the the glass of the door and it ignites in fire. So it looks like somebody threw Sunspot's ass in a fucking dryer. So instead of them being in a school, which they were in the comic books, uh, the the school for new mutants, um, it looks like they're being tested in a hospital. So, but you still may get some of the hazing or bullying or something that goes on in schools. I don't know, but uh, I'm fucking all in. And it looks like the demon bear is going to play a major role in like the bad guy. And who's the fu- who's the fucking demon bear? The demon bear was a manifestation of Moonstone's fear, and it actually killed her parents. So, and like, there's a picture of her laying in a hospital bed, and she's got a bear on her necklace. So, hey, you heard it here first, right? Uh, All right. Now I want to talk about the Last Jedi trailer for a minute. I need a drink before I do that. Oh, God damn, that's good. All right. Last Jedi trailer. I've been very hypercritical of the Star Wars trailers. The trailer game has really been amped up in the last 5, 10 years. Like, trailers will make you go watch a movie or not make you not get excited about it. So, and sometimes they just show you too much in a trailer. That's how much trailers have evolved. Star Wars, I have said for a long time... Um, is they need to up their trailer game. And I they they did to a certain extent in this. And this is what I don't like about what they did in the trailer. I'm sure everybody watches the senior trailer. If you hadn't, go to Blazing Defender Report uh, on the Facebook page. It's on there. I've posted it. Um, 
it's they're trying to trick you. And what I mean by trying to trick you is, is they're showing Ray. It looks like she's talking to Kylo. Kylo reaches his hand out, shows Ray, and it's two totally different backgrounds. Like, I'm not saying they're not having this conversation, but they're not having the conversation as it's portrayed in the trailer. Um, and then there's a, a scene where it looks like Kylo's about to blast Leia out of the sky. I still say Kylo does not kill Leia. It's someone else that kills Leia. Um, so I did, there's just a lot of misdirection in the trailer. Hey, I get it. It's making people uh, discuss it. It's making us talk about what we think is going to happen, what's not going to happen. And then there's this Snoke is in the background talking about uh he, you know finding someone with such raw power and you know so and it looks like he's talking to kylo but i believe he's talking to ray so there's a lot of misdirection so i won't even go into the trailer breakdown so you because you can watch it and, and just view for yourself this is what i wanted to tell you all right i'm not gonna ruin it i'm not gonna ruin it. there's people in chat I don't, I don't watch the trailers and travis is gonna ruin it that's the troll that said that so you know you can't take that for shit uh, this is what I'm going to ruin for you. Now, uh, now I don't know this. This is a crackpot fan theory. I Googled it today to see if anyone else had thought of it. No one on the internet has, has said this. So I believe you're going to hear it here first. Okay? And I've said this from the moment I seen episode 7. I believe Dr. Afra was on... Issue three, maybe, when episode seven came out. So if you're not reading the Star Wars comic books, you should be. All right? Because anything that happens in the Marvel Star Wars comic books is is food or canon for future movies. All right? Now, Dr. Afra. Someone says, who? Who's Dr. Afra? All right. Dr. Afra is an archaeologist. She's kind of like a Tomb Raider slash Indy Jones in the Star Wars universe. But she's uh, she's she's dirty. Like, she'll 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 act like she's selling you a rare artifact. She's gaffling your money, and then she's gonna go sell the, the, the artifact to someone else at a higher higher price. But you think you've got an artifact, but you don't have shit. And now she's be kind of came obsessed with Darth Vader. Her and Darth Vader, she played a big role in Darth Vader after Empire Strikes Back. So she's very, very important in the Star Wars mythos. All right. Now, now we've got episode seven. You've got Rey. She's on Jakku, this desert planet. A lot like Tatooine, right? There's a scene, and I swear to God, I said this as soon as I seen it. I was like, holy shit. I know. When everybody's talking about who's Ray's mom, I know who's Ray, who Ray's mom is. From that one scene where she's sitting there with the helmet and the goggles on, it's Dr. Afra. Dr. Afra is Ray's mom. Now, I would assume Luke is the father because there's a trade paperback. It's called Screaming Citadel. And it is about Dr. Afra and Luke. Afra has got the hots for Luke. She can't deny it. All right? Luke hit that shit. I don't know when. I don't know how. But he hit that shit. I don't think he knew that he had a child. I think Afra 
was pregnant, didn't tell Luke, hid the child away on Jakku. Why would they go by the comics? Why wouldn't they go by the comics? It's canon. The extended universe novels are, aren't canon anymore. Some of them are, some of them aren't. A lot aren't. So what better way to get people to start reading comic books or to hide Ray's mom out in the open than to have Dr. Offer be her mom? Now, J.J. Abrams did come out and say, now the play on words, now, now, now hear me, this is the people that said the last Jedi, oh, Jedi's plural or singular, okay? Now, listen, listen to this. She's an archaeologist, right? How did Luke get those books? The books that you've seen in the first trailer? I'm going way back. I did I did a breakdown of the trailer way back. Those are the Book of Wills. The Book of Wills is an order of guardians of the Force that predate the Jedi. When's the last time you've seen a book in a Star Wars movie? Or a cartoon? You haven't. There's books in the first trailer. If you go to the first trailer in the cave, there's a set of books. Okay? Those are the book of wills. When Luke talks about the Jedi Order is over, that's what he's talking about. He, he, he's starting to believe that the Jedi had it wrong. There is no light and dark side of the... Like, there is, but the, the, the guardians of the wills... They didn't believe. It's W-H-I-L-S, I believe. So you can Google it. Book of Wheels, W-H-I-L-S, Star Wars. And you'll find, you'll, you'll see what I'm talking about. They, didn't, they believed in a light side, but they didn't believe in a dark side. They believed in a middle ground. And I think that's where Luke is trying to balance the dark side, the power of the dark side. Of the, you like how I did that? The power of the dark side of the force with the light side of the force. Okay. Now, who got him them books? Do you think Luke went out and found a bunch of fucking books? Dr. Afra found the books because she's a fucking archaeologist. Hey, I'm 240 pounds. I ain't that fucking smart, all right? But I figured this shit out. I'm telling you. And you won't find this shit on no website. Y'all getting it free right here. So, my point being, if you haven't been reading Dr. Afra, start reading the Dr. Afra comic books. She's a fantastic new original character that's been interjected in the Star Wars universe from these Marvel comics. Okay, so if you're a Star Wars fan, and I went to see Episode 7 with a bunch of Star Wars fans, and they fucking had no idea. Like, everybody wants to talk about Rogue One, right? The last five minutes of Rogue One. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Vader. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, it was awesome, right? I loved it. I felt like I'd seen it before. I wasn't that blown away with it because I've been watching Vader be a badass in the Marvel comics. This new series by Charles Soule, the volume two of Darth, the Darth Vader mythos, has been fucking amazing. Okay, and the kyber crystals that you've seen in Rogue One, where they had the guardians, you know, that were guarding the kyber crystals that, that fueled Jedi lightsabers. Well, guess what? Why is it, why, does anybody in the chat know why? There you go. Yes, Andrew. Yes, the Book of Wills. That's correct. Does anybody know why Sith lightsabers are red? 
I'll give you a minute while I take a drink. I got allergies, goddammit, I done told you. No, my throat's draining like crazy. It makes me, <clears throat> it makes my throat dry. All right. Yes, yes, Marcos. Marcos is correct because Marcos watches the show or he reads the comic books, one, one or the other, because I've talked about it. Kyber, the dark force makes Kyber, they're sentient crystals, and they make them bleed with the dark side of the force. They're bending these crystals that are really like probably sentiently good. They're bending them to the will of the dark side, and they're causing the bleed. How awesome is that? That came out of the fucking comic books, man. That came out of the comic books, okay? So if you're not reading the fucking Star Wars comic books, long story short, you should be. All right, enough. Dr. Afra is Ray's mom. Save this video in your archives, and then when it all when it's all said and done, episode nine, because it won't be they won't they won't release it now. But we might get some more information on how Luke got these books and all that. It's all going to come out. Oh, what I was going to tell you about what J.J. Abrams said about uh, Ray's parents. He said, now this is a plant. Now, if I'm wrong, if, if I'm wrong, Andrew, uh, just put it in the, in the closet with all the other wrong shit I said. Okay? That just, that's what you do with it. Um, how about, yeah, I'll wear a chicken mask? Okay, I'll wear a chicken mask. So we're making a, a web wager. Is that what we're doing? What do you do, Andrew, if I'm right? What do you do? Do you stop trolling me? Is that what you do? <laughs> we'll figure it out. I'll wear a chicken mask. I don't give a fuck. Okay, I got to get this J.J. Abrams point out because I keep getting fucking sidetracked. Listen, Abrams said Ray's parents, plural, were not in episode seven. Okay? Now, that means, oh, Luke's not her dad. Luke's not her dad. He may not be. Someone else may hit off her. She's kind of a slut, honestly. So, I don't know. It might be Chewbacca's baby. I don't know. Um, but when I, my point being is, he said parents. He's right. Her, her parents were not. Her father was. Her parent was. It could be Obi-Wan. It could be. But in the comics, there is Kim, they, they, they made this character for a reason. The Screaming Citadel was a stupid fucking story other than this Luke Afra. Um, no, I, no, she's not pure force. She's not pure force. Um, but like, but like um, Leia and Luke, you know, they, they or I'm sorry, Leia and, and um, Luke came from Anakin and Padme. Padme wasn't a force user. But Anakin was. So not one parent, not both parents have to be midichlorian, uh, fool, <laughs> I guess. You know, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so no, I don't, I don't think she was force sensitive at all. But uh, if she was, Vader would have, Vader would have sensed it and probably cut her a long time ago. But check, check out Dr. Offer's comic book series. Okay. You're, you guys are going to like it. I'm telling you, I can just tell by the chat. You guys are really going to like it. Uh, and you heard it here first. Just remember that. Okay. Comic books. Uh, it's a short week, man, and I'm gonna get through them pretty quick <clears throat> because the one my pick of the week is gonna be way out there, and it's no no one. Snoke's kid, I said it. Hey, Snoke could have hit Afra. I don't know. We, hey, you know what I mean? He's an ugly motherfucker, but he might be packing down low. I don't know. Um, it's a short week, 
and I'm really going to go against the reviews from all the other comic reviewers. Uh, Casey, if you're still in the chat, I'd be really curious on what you thought about these books. But uh, first book that everybody is jerking off that I will not is Mr. Miracle. Okay. Written by Tom King. And the art is by uh, Gerard's. I believe is how you say his name. Mitch Gerard's. Fantastic, fantastic artist. Let me just say that right off the bat. Okay, this is my notes. Okay, when I when I when I use, when I watch when I read a book, I gotta write these notes down or I forget. And now a lot of times, my first initial feeling of a book isn't where I marinate in it and come back to. My score is usually much higher. All right. I really, I love, let me just say, I love the dialogue. If you like a Quentin Tarantino movie, you're going to love this dialogue in, in Mr. Miracle. You're going to love it. Because it is so bizarre, but yet you're engrossed in it. It's weird. But this is Tom King. This is what Tom King does. Tom King is a one of the best writers in comics today. Okay? Now... I may, I may, I may, may, may have made him angry on Twitter when I said Sean Murphy's White Knight was pick of the week last week. Uh, I don't think he liked it too much, but hey, fuck, this is what I do. I'm to give you my opinion, okay? Batman was great last week. Tom King wrote Batman Thirty Two. Was it was character defining, but Sean Murphy's White Knight was just that much better. I'm getting off track, and this is what I do. Tom King is on Mister Miracle. He does great dialogue. But I don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't know what's going on. If you're not familiar with the character, you're really going to be lost. I am somewhat familiar, and I'm totally lost. But Big Barda, who's Scott Free, who's Mr. Miracle, that's his wife. They are new gods. And they're basically children of Darkseid. They're at a war. The new gods of New Genesis are in a war with Apocalypse. Okay? Not Apocalypse. It's the planet that Dark Side resides on. Dark Side resides on. Okay? They're on furlough or on leave on Earth. He's doing like... Like, uh, like David Blaine shit. You know? And, and But then, like... It's weird. It's really weird. I have no idea what the fuck is going on, but I do enjoy it. I love Mitch Gerard's fucking artwork. It's fantastic. The way he makes them look on Earth, and then when they go to New Genesis, it's just this totally different style with great colors, and it's violent. This is a very violent book, which I also love, which has really kept me engrossed. If it wasn't for the violence, I probably would have stopped reading it. I'll be honest. But Tom King always has an end game. And he may run you around, but when you get to the end game, you're gonna you're gonna like it. So I gave this a seven nine. Now, why'd you give it a fucking seven nine if you don't know what's going on? Because I know a little bit more now. Mister Miracle's losing his mind, and this is very reminiscent of the Moon Knight series. Uh, I want to say it was Charles Soule that did the Moon Knight series. If Jason Jones is in the chat, he'll know. Uh, I can't remember, but it was fantastic. Moon Knight was way better than this is because at least we knew what was going on. It took me to issue three to go, oh, Mr. Miracle's losing his shit. 
Why is he losing his shit? I don't know. Why he's a fucking new guy. Do they lose their shit? I guess they do. I don't know. Um, but his art's great. Best book being written by DC. A reviewer said that a, a well-known reviewer from a well-known comic uh, website. Best book being written at DC. Well, you need to read more comic books, bro, because it ain't that fucking good. But I did give it. Uh, a, now, if you're a new reader. If you're new to comic books, do not buy this book. You're going to be fucking lost. You're going to be like, what the fuck is this? Uh, but now if you're a savvy and experienced comic book reader, read it. He does a nine-panel style, which if you read comic books, you'll know what I'm talking about. Nine-panel style, which is really popular right now, but but it really suits uh, King and Gerard's uh, talents. It really, really does. So 7.9. Fuck it. I stand by that. All right. The next book. By friends of the show, Scott Snyder, Greg Capullo. Friends of the show. Uh, Dark Knight's Metal 3. Now, that is the Jim Lee variant cover. I kind of went to extra dough for that because, uh, well, I love Jim Lee. I told Greg Capullo Jim Lee was my favorite artist. <laughs> but I told him they were my favorite creators on Batman. So, there you go. I made up for it. Uh Dark Knight's Metal 3. This is, if you haven't been reading the Metal series, you're kind of missing out. This is the most, oh God, uh, ambitious Batman story of all time. Like, there's a lot going on. There are tie-ins that you really need to be reading. After this issue 3 here, it's really kind of been painly, painful, painfully obvious to me why um, if I hadn't been, I might've been really lost here. And I'll tell you, I love Scott Snyder. I think he's fantastic, but he really kind of lets me down here. There was a huge twist about the music notes. You're like, what, what are you talking about? Music notes? Yeah. Um, okay. Brief synopsis, Dark Knight's Metal. Batman has been being groomed by a evil dark lord of the dark universe called Barbatos. He's he's actually Batman has met Barbatos before in the past, all the way back in 1989. That's how far this story goes back. It's so rooted in Grant Morris's run, uh, Scott Snyder's first run on Batman. He's ta- he's planted all these seeds and made a really really cool story. And it, I wondered how he was going to tell such a, a I don't want to say convoluted story, but a very complicated story in so, so, such a short issue span. Anyway, uh, it kind of lets me down here. Greg Capullo's art is amazing. The Dark Knights, these, these evil Batmen that are coming from these alternate dimensions are dope. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's one or not, Andrew. I don't know. If that's our Bruce Wayne from Earth Earth Zero or from Earth Thirty Two, I don't know, but uh, he's badass looking, right? And that that's that's kind of the the mainstay for me right now. Now, here's a cool Easter egg. I'm a metal guy, like I love heavy metal music. I just I love hard rock. So does Greg Capullo. All right, we talked about it in Cincinnati. We're friends. Uh, but anyway. Uh, his Rocket to Range story is fantastic, by the way, if you ever get a chance to hear it. Um, but he, th- there's little Easter eggs in all these metal issues. 
if you go back and you'll see they're given the horns. Like all these characters in some way are given the metal horns. All right, like Superman in this issue is getting kind of like knocked out, and his when he's when he's flying back, his hands like this. <laughs> and there were six. I counted six in this issue, but my favorite one was in issue two. And baby dark side is given the, the metal. Like you can see him right down the corner. He's going like this to um, Barbatos. <laughs> it was so awesome. I'm like, ah, little, little baby dark side's metal. So it's so cool. Um, you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, I, I gave this actually, this is probably the, the worst score that I've given uh, of the metal books. Uh, not the tie-ins now, uh, but I gave it a 7.8. Uh, there's a lot to go on, but there's still so much more story to tell. And we do get some answers here. And what happens is this issue was basically to take Superman out of the picture. What? How do they do that? Superman. Yeah. Big badass fucking Boy Scout that can basically handle anything. And how they got him was they outsmarted him. Barbatos outsmarted him. And I love, I've always loved, now if you watch the show, you know I love the dynamic between Batman and Superman. Like, I loved Batman versus Superman the movie, okay? But a lot of people didn't. And I understood their, their complaints because I love the brotherhood. He's the light, Batman's the dark, but they're brothers. And Superman told him in issue one, God damn it, Bruce, we're brothers, let me help you. And Superman will not give up on Bruce. And Barbatos uses that goodness, that loyalty against Superman and leads him into a trap. Superman's going to be out of the picture. He's not dead, but he probably wishes he was. So it's a good issue. It really is. But it's, it's, it's a little convoluted from a storytelling standpoint. Um, so uh, I give it a 7.8. If you're going to read them, please buy all of them. I'm really curious to see how this reads, like a binge read, like in a trade paperback. Um, I think it's going to be pretty cool. Now, I have a trade paperback to review, but uh, uh uh-oh, my next book. Oh, shit. I'm going to do it like Star Wars. Who? Dr. Offer, motherfucker. That chick right there. Now, that's this. I tell you, the, the, the dude that does the art on here, Walker, I don't even know who the... Who is it? Kev Walker. He's been a lot better than he was in this issue. <clears throat> All right. But you got Vader fighting a, this dude here. <clears throat> this guy is an immortal Jedi. And you're like an immortal Jedi. Who the, who the hell is that? Um, yeah, you gotta read, you gotta read Dr. Offer to find out who that is because this, this dude was in several issues. He can control circuitry and machines. Now he's pretty much corporeal in this robot cyborg body. Dr. Afra kind of manipulates Vader. Yes, manipulates Vader. She's fucking smart, yo. Like I said, she's like Tomb Raider slash Indiana fucking Jones. All right, that's how sharp she is. That's the reason she can last and fuck with Sith Lords and still get by. All right, she's got these two homicidal droids named BT and Triple Zero, 
and they're <clears throat> they're homicidal. They're like they're fucked up. Their droids are like assassin droids. They're the evil versions of C three and R two. They're hilarious. They're fantastic. I fucking love them. All right. So Doctor Afra manipulates Vader into taking out this Rue guy because now she can't control him. Okay. Uh, and some other things happen. It looks like this is going to be the end of the series until the last two pages. Because I was like, what? This series isn't ending. And it's not. Dr. Offer's going to be back in the fold. She's going to be back in the shit. And uh, she's Ray's mom, motherfuckers. So you got to keep her active, right? So, uh, oh, what did I give it? Um, I give it a seven. Uh, because, you you know, I, I grade books on... Um, Single issue readability, all right. And what I mean by that is, I want I want a, somebody that don't know comic books to go to the comic shop, go, oh, Blazing D said this was fucking awesome. He gave it a nine. You pick it up and you're like, you may be a little lost, but there's gonna be so much cool shit. You're gonna be fucking hooked. That's what I do. That's the whole reason for this fucking show. Okay, I'm not a reviewer that is gonna say everything's great. Because everything ain't great. Dr. Offer was okay this week. But as a series, it's been really, really good. And for Star Wars fans, I definitely I definitely want people to read this. So, Dr. Offer, it's a good series. Check it out. It's on issue 13. You can get it in trade. Uh, steal it on the internet. I don't give a fuck. It's the Blazing Defender Report. Pick of the week. This is my pick of the week, and it's not your average comic book, and I'm going to show you why. Here's Negan. Okay, now the reason I say that is, see that? that This is a hardback trade paperback. What the Walking Dead magazine d- do, what they did was, Jesus Christ, there was too much vodka in that already. Um, what the Walking Dead magazine did, every month they came out, they would have two or three issues... I'm sorry, pages in the back of their magazine and they were chronicling Negan's um, origin. Where did Negan come from? Why does he call his bat Lucille? Okay? So, and like, you had to buy the magazine. Like I said, it was only a couple pages. It's been going on for like a year. And I'm like, fuck that. I'm not buying the magazine for two pages. I'll wait till it comes out and something cool like this. All right? It's really cool. It's big pages. Uh, I'll show you. If you haven't ever seen a Walking Dead comic book, it's, it's Walking Dead. It's, it's Kirkman and, and everything else. Uh, if, you, if you've never read a Walking Dead comic book and you love Negan on the TV show, you ain't seen nothing. You ain't seen shit. Negan is one of the funniest motherfuckers in comic books. He's hilarious. I love him. I love him. My, it makes my wife so mad because I'm like, man, Negan, you know, he killed Glenn, motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, she's fucking hitting me with shit. I'm like, I get it. I get it. He killed Glenn. I get it. He killed Abraham. I loved Abraham. Abraham was great. Uh, but Negan, this gives you a look into what happened with Negan. It gave you a look into his life beforehand. I'm not going to spoil any of it. Okay, I'm not going to tell you what he did in his previous life because it's fucking hilarious. Uh, I'm not going to tell you about the tragedy that kind of turned Negan into the way he is now. Now, 
Um, I give this a solid fucking nine. This was a good fucking read. I'd never read any of it. It makes total sense. It's hilarious. It's got great action. The art is fantastic as as always. Uh, Allrod and, and Kirkman, they just, they nail it. And uh, they make Negan fucking human. And that's what I love about Negan is, is he any different than Rick? No, he's not any fucking different than Rick. Yeah, he's a little more, he's the showman that Rick's not. And that was the whole Glenn shit. I mean, Rick has killed fucking people. That's what Negan did. Now, did, did Rick make a spectacle out of it? No, he didn't. But Negan has a reason why he does what he does. You don't have to agree with it, but his 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 goal and Rick's goal are the same. Now, this leads me to my next point, and this will be it for the show. Because uh, I have a retirement party to go to tonight, and I'm very excited about Eric Pender's retirement party. It's going to be fun. Um, and there's going to be a lot of cops there, so I can talk a lot of shit, and they really can't do anything about it. Um, but... Uh, in the comic book, I don't want to spoil anything, but I, I hope to God they try on the TV show what they've done to Negan in the comic book. Out of everything that Negan has done, is there any way that he could get redemption in the group, in Rick's group? Is there any way? I know you're doing what my wife does, and you're, she's going, no, fuck no, I can hear you all now. No, fuck him, fuck him, he's fucking nuts, he's crazy. I'm telling you, Kirkman is writing an amazing story, uh, a character development with Negan. It makes you think, what if he did this? What if he did this? What if he did this? Does Would he not gain any semblance of forgiveness it's 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 such a great comic book please check it out i know i don't review it a lot on the show uh because i'm telling you right now every issue would be an 8.5 or a 9 i mean it's that good of a series and this negan shit has been incredible i just only hope they try to tackle these tough questions on the tv show it'd be such great tv such great tv uh, but yeah, check out Here's Negan. It's awesome. Uh, that's 20 bucks. Okay, because it is a hardback. You can put that on a shelf. Uh, you can put it on your coffee table. Huh? You have people over. Sure, they're Walking Dead fans. Hey, what's this? Oh, this is Negan's origin story. That's going to be a fucking conversation starter for sure. Especially over some fucking drinks. Y'all can like reenact it, play it out like a play, and you can say all the fuckity fucks that Negan does in the, in the book. If you haven't, if you love Negan on a TV show, you absolutely have no idea what you're missing in this in the comic book. So again, guys, if there's a moral to this fucking story on this show, TV movies are great. Comic books are like my penis and just this much better. All right, guys, that's it for the show. I've got to get out of here. I'm on a time crunch today. Thank you so much. I know it was kind of fucked up uh, the way, you know, I didn't advertise what time I was going to be on. Will not happen next week, I promise. Uh, but everybody, it's Friday. Get out and enjoy yourself. It's beautiful a lot of a, a lot of the part of the country. I don't know where you're at right now, but uh, it's beautiful outside. Get the fuck outside. Go have a beer. Go have a drink. Go walk your fucking dog. Uh, I don't know. Go get laid. I don't, I don't care. Uh, that's what I'm going to try to do tonight. I doubt it happens. I'm married now, so it never happens. But uh, I'm going to try. 
But guys, have a good weekend. Thank you for watching The Blazing Defender. Oh, and for you guys that have been leaving reviews, I didn't even know you could do this. On the Facebook page, on the Blazing Defender Facebook page of Philadelphia. <laughs> That's funny, Jamie. That's pretty good. I like that. Uh, and thank you guys for, for saying it was an awesome show. It was really, I didn't really have a lot. I just kind of combined it real fast. So thank you for that. I was kind of worried if it would suck or not. Uh, but uh, yeah, so check, uh, you, you can leave reviews on the Facebook page. For all you all that have done that, thank you so much. It's awesome. And you've had really awesome things to say. For you guys that have left reviews on iTunes, Thank you so much. That really helps me out. It really helps me out as far as like getting sponsorship down the road and, and getting more money from the sponsors I get now. So I really, really appreciate that, guys. Uh, again, as always, one race, guys. There's one race. The world's fucked up right now. It's crazy. We've got to start being able to lean and support each other. Okay? So love one another. Treat people like you want to be fucking treated, man. Always kind of have that in the back of your mind. We're always going to fuck up. I fuck up all the time. Uh, but I always am like, I always try to keep somebody else's needs in front of mine if I can. So, uh, all right, guys. Have a great weekend. See you later. Go to your comic book shop. Peace. What's going on, guys? I just want to let you know that I am a proud member of the Giant Size Team-Up Network. If you like this show, and if you're listening to this, I really hope you do, go to GiantSizeTeamUp.com for more shows like this one. We've got shows like Breaking the Panel. They talk about all the hot topics in comic books today. We've got Botched, a D&D podcast. A bunch of friends get together, get trashed, and go through the fifth edition of Dungeons & Dragons. We have Pokemon Go. We have Marvel Cinematic Universe. We have DC On Screen. We have Booze and Phasers, a show done by our lovely ladies that drink wine and talk about Star Trek. It's pretty cool, right? Uh, many other shows. Please go there and check that out. And uh, as always, like the Blazing Defender Reports. Thank you.